This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. This is Jeremy McFarland for the Footballers Family Podcast, and I want to thank you for joining us today. Um, you know, I was thinking today, as I'm sitting here in the mills at uh, historic Hurricane Mills, Tennessee, it's nighttime, it's beautiful, it's cool. And I'm hearing a whippoorwill in the background. And if you're not from Tennessee or the South, whippoorwill is simply a bird that goes whippoorwill, whippoorwill. It's called a Bob White as well. And, and I'm reminded of the times where I grew up in Bonacqua, listening to it on a spring night. It reminds me of how blessed we truly are. Enjoy the days that you have. Tell your family how you feel. Tell them you love you. Reconnect with people. Considering the days that you have and how horrible this past year and this year, this half of this year has been, feel thankful, be blessed, feel, feel blessed for the things that you have and let people know how you feel. Make sure that people know how you feel. Don't let people doubt how you feel toward them. It's important to do this. And, and part of the reason why I'm bringing this up is that the topic that I picked today um, deals with saying thank you to people who do great things. Uh, but before we get in there, I've got a couple of things that I want to go through before we get to the topic today. And that number one, last couple of weeks, I have dealt, uh, I, I've given you some book suggestions, uh, book recommendations that I think you will enjoy. And the one I want to recommend today came out 2014. And this one is close to my heart. Uh, because before I moved back up to Tennessee, I worked at a place called Aliceville, Alabama. And Aliceville was about an hour away from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And we would go, my wife and I would go to Tuscaloosa to um, go to Walmart. There wasn't a Walmart in, in our little, little community. Uh, we'd even have to go there to go to McDonald's. There wasn't McDonald's in Aliceville. <clears throat> and both of, two of my children were born in Tuscaloosa. And, uh, you know, I feel connected to this. So now, a few years ago in April, a tornado ripped through Tuscaloosa and Birmingham, killing several people, devastating areas that I remember going to with my son before we moved up here. I would take him to the Chuck E. Cheese there when that uh, tornado went through. And, uh, you know, you, you feel close to that. Those people, you, you feel connected to them with their grief. And in fact, two of the people that uh, attended the church where I was preaching uh, were in the hospital that got close to being hit, if not directly hit by the tornado. And they told me stories about that. But in 2014, a writer by the name of Lars Anderson wrote a book called The Storm and the Tide, Tragedy, Hope and Triumph in Tuscaloosa. <clears throat> I, uh, I don't get reimbursed for this is not a paid advertisement for these books. But I do uh, recommend this book if you can find it. I bought it on Kindle, and then I found a hard copy, and I, and I got it because I wanted it in my library. Uh, but this story, um, Lars really does take a, a, make a great effort in making it personal and making it come out, and you live these few moments uh, with the people who went through it. Lars Anderson does a great job. I recommend you if you if you can find this book to get it, to read it, uh, download it. If you get it on uh, Kindle, if you get it on uh, Amazon, 
I recommend reading this book. It's a fantastic book. Um, and speaking of April, uh, you know, 2008, 2009, 2010, if you ever want to go back and read articles from that time, especially for Tuscaloosa during the tornadoes that went through that, I want to recommend to you newspapers.com. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a sports history fan. And if you are into sports history, you need to check out newspapers.com. At newspapers.com, you can get access to 640 million pages worth of news from the U.S., Canada, England, Scotland, Ireland, and more dating back from 1798 to yesterday. Get a free week subscription to newspapers.com by visiting sportshistorynetwork.com slash newspapers. That's sportshistory.com slash newspapers. And with a paid subscription, you will be helping the production of this and the other Sports History Network shows. Now, the topic I want to talk about tonight, we're only going to talk about the first season. I, When I had the uh, cable, I don't have cable anymore, but when I had cable, the NFL Network was 212 on the DirecTV. I knew that. The kids knew that if it was me that was watching, they knew it was on the NFL Network. And I found out that there was going to be a show called Tackle My Ride. Now, only, the only thing I knew about uh, cars in that sense was Pimp My Ride on MTV. And I really would like for them to come out with Nerd My Ride because I want my Ford Edge to become the Batmobile. And I bet my friend, um, my friend Dana from the sports, uh, from, the, from the Historically Speaking podcast wants the pod his car to become a pod racer um i when they come out with nerd my ride i want to be the first one there i want to see if you can make my ford edge into the batmobile you know even with the even the christian bell batmobile that when it blows up it turns into a motorcycle i want that too um but what the nfl network and the nfl uh does is they take people who are uh worthy candidates and the nfl teams suggest them recommend them to get their car fitted out into that team that they're rooting for uh, to look like they're the fan of that team. And what's neat about this is uh, they take cars that are just awful. And I'm not a car guy, but I can look at it and say, that's just awful. And they put it, they make it into something that is beautiful. Now, in the show notes, I put links to the NFL. original media. I put links to the YouTube page that if you can click on it, you can go and watch it. And I recommend watching all six of these. We're only going to do season one tonight. Maybe we'll do season two next week. And then we did two seasons. And I really don't like that because they should have done all all 32 teams. Um, But this came out in 2016. And the first came out in November 15, 2016. And the first team was the Cleveland Browns. Actually, the first team was the Seattle Seahawks, but we're going to talk about the Cleveland Browns first. Now, if you look and notice that what the teams do is that they tell uh, the host, the host that this is the guy that you need to go talk to or the lady that you need to talk to and tackle their ride. And they they, they get players, NFL players, to – kind of sponsor this and they said you need to go to these people's house and when they go to the house they'll look at their ride and say you know where we're going to tackle your ride now, these people and i'm going to mention um the first person that they that they go to 
was a guy named Joe. And Joe had a Ford, I think it was an expedition. It was a 2006 Ford expedition. And if you've ever lived in Cleveland, I, I had a chance to work at a, at a church in Elyria, Ohio, which is close to Cleveland. Basically, I was telling my dad when we interviewed up there, um, it was March and there was a foot of snow on the ground. And we basically flew right over one of the, uh, the Great Lakes into Cleveland Airport. And I like the idea of going up there, but I told the people that my sermons would be longer because I'm from the South and we talk slower down here than, than most people up North do. Um, but the one thing that I noticed is that there is a lot of rust on the bottom of people's cars. Well, you know, with the water, with the snow and with the salt or the grime on the ground, that's what happens. So what they do is they go up, James goes up and he's the guy who owns the mid uh, auto uh, place where they take in Hobbs, New Mexico, they would take the cars to, to this, uh, to this auto, auto place and uh, workshop, and they would get the cars fitted there. But he basically goes down there and him and his sons look at this car and they said, golly, look at all this rust. And they run their finger underneath the, underneath the car and rust starts falling off. And he said, I'm gonna have to get a tetanus shot here. This car and what's neat about this, Joe uh, runs something called Team 87. I don't have a link for this. I was looking for a link to see if you want to do you want to help with this, but uh, look for it. It's called Team 87. It's a youth football team where Joe takes kids out of bad situations and gives them football. And his Ford was his Ford Expedition was what got his kids to and from football games. I tell you what, you you talk to a guy that that's a that's a real man right there. And he said he's doing this because this is what he wants to do. This is what he feels like he's put here on this earth. The man has a purpose. Joe Hayden, who is actually Joe's favorite player, uh, we get to see some of his cars. And at this time, he played for the Cleveland Browns. He had an orange Lamborghini. Now, I have a Lamborghini in Grand Theft Auto, not in real life. Um, but I was wondering what would happen now with that orange Lamborghini now that he plays for the Steelers. But anyway, there's a lot of rust in his car. Um, that's a lot of things. And even one, even his car, his seat covers had cowboys on it. They said, well, we can't let that happen. That's the name of his team. So when you look at this and you look at this car when it comes out, it's actually – and again, watch the video and you'll see what I'm talking about. It actually looks like a Cleveland Browns helmet. It's neat with a stripe down the middle. And now you have Cleveland Browns, everything. And the one thing I like the most, and I want this for my car, and I don't even know how to get them, is that they had Cleveland Browns tires and rims that looks like Captain America. And that's something about that car that I really enjoyed is not only did they give him uh, better stereo systems, uh, better engine. They cleaned that up. They they gave them better tires and better rims, but they made it look like Captain America. So now this guy, you know, Joe now is driving around in the Cleveland Browns mobile and he is proud of it. Again, watch the video and you see what I'm talking about. And again, that gives you kind of a feeling like people do notice when you do good things. If you're helping people, people do notice. You may not know it today, uh, but I encourage you that to think about somebody in your life that has done something good for you, never ask for anything in return and call them or message them 
or sending them emails. I graduated in 1997 from Hickman County High School. Just about two years ago, actually last year, I went and tried to track down some of my teachers who helped me. And I actually got in contact with one, Miss Smith, who I had English with, which didn't take very well, I guess. And she taught my uh, yearbook class that I was in. Let me try that with uh, writing and everything like that. And I told her, I said, it was your recommendations and your insistence that I could do better that helped me get to Fried Hardeman. When I got to Fried Hardeman, I knew how to type and I knew how to write because of what you did to help me with my take papers, which helped me graduate, which helped me get my first job, which helped me meet my wife and to have the kids that I have right now. And I said, Miss Smith, it's because of you that a lot of this is, is possible. And I, I thanked her for that. That was <clears throat> way too long ago to really count on top of my head, but that is almost 25 years ago. In fact, it's 25 years ago next year, I guess. So, you know, thank people like a Joe that has done something special for your life. And the next episode, which actually was the first one, if I remember correctly, also appeared on November the 15th was the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Lamar Woodley actually is the other, James Torres and Lamar Woodley are the two guys that do this. Uh, Lamar Woodley is one of my favorite defensive players, even though he did play for the Steelers. I don't count that against him. I really like Lamar. They go to Seattle. Never, I've never been to Seattle, but my son has, and he says it's a neat city. I was like, well, thanks, son, for telling me about that. And they meet up with Cliff Averill. I like Cliff Averill a lot, too. Then they find a man that is his name, I kid you not, is Patrick Seahawk Duncan. Now you think, well, that's not as a nickname. He actually had his middle name changed legally to Seahawk. That's a fan right there. Patrick owns over 200 jerseys. I have in my collection probably 20, maybe 15. 200 is a lot. He, when they go to his house, it's Seahawk out. I respect that. This right here, now among the other things he does, he grows his hair out and gets it cut for something called locks of love that gives children and maybe adults as well, but gives children who have cancer and losing their hair, hair. And you don't know what the little things in life that matter the most. When children are self-conscious and you give them hair, that says something right there. He has a 92 Dodge Ram. Dooley, and his name is Glenna. And actually, the thing is, it's that's Coach Carroll's wife's name. The problem comes when the truck that was towing uh, Glenna gets in a wreck, and Glenna is totaled. Well, they find a Dooley that's pretty close, and they get it. And when they get it back to Patrick Seahawk Duncan, this thing is painted in Seahawks colors. And what I like about it is that the logo is old school. I like the new Seahawks logo, but to me, I grew up watching Jim Zorn and, and Steve Large and Kurt Warner and even the Boz. I like the old school. Whenever I play with Russell Wilson and them, I play with the Seahawks on Madden. I go old school. That's what I like, the jerseys. That's what I like. Um, <clears throat> I respect that. Um What's neat about this as well is that on the front of the license plate, there is a 12. There's a 12 on it. 
to represent the 12th fan. November 22nd, 2016, the Vikings are the team that comes up. Now, um, I'm old school with the Vikings, too. To me, Fran Tarkington and Jim, uh, Jim Marshall, that's the team. That's the logos you should have. But that's neither here nor there. They talked to Kyle Rudolph, who's no longer a Viking, but at the time he was, and big car guy as well. And the man who gets this, is, his name is David Garcia. And he, David is a vet. He is also the vice president of Vikings World Order, and he helps adults in need, those who cannot do for themselves. What's neat about this is the car that he is, is 1999 um, Chevy Cavalier, is held together by 28 rolls of Viking colored duct tape. 28 rolls. Um, I had to do some work down underneath my basement uh, a little bit ago for the dry for my dryer vent and i put two rolls of duct or two two passes of duct tape over and it works fine can you imagine 28 rolls of duct tape when his kids pulled it off they had to pull them off inch by inch it was amazing how much they had to do lots of rust things falling apart but when it got together it was purple with a 28 on the back for adrian peterson Cheerleaders and the mascot were out there when it wheeled out. David got what he deserved, a car that would get him to and from with a team that he loves. Now, quickly, I want to look at a couple, the, the three more that they had. The, I'm saving the best, in my opinion, the best story for last, even though the rest of these are very, very good. The fourth one of the New York Giants from November 29, 2016. Jason Pierre-Paul, which is one of my, uh, favorite players out there. Um, they talked to a man named Lorenzo or Lorenzo, a AAU coach. If you ever played basketball, this is the AAU. He had a 2001 Honda Odyssey. Now, my wife insists that we have to have a van. I tell her I have to get a shot of testosterone every time I get in it just to stay uh, somewhat manly, which I'm not at all. Uh, she rolls her eyes at me and said, just drive. I say, yes, ma'am. Uh, his Odyssey had a VCR in it. Now, if you're below the age of 40, you may not know what a VCR is. It's this big blocky thing that put another smaller blocky thing in it, and it played something called a tape. Um, it was painted green like the Jets, and they gave him a little bit of hard time. And what's neat about this is when he got it back, it was painted blue, but layered in the Giants Blue was the name of Giants Greats under the paint. And Michael Strahan joined him. So now Lorenzo could take his uh, players to where he needed to go in style. And the thing he wanted was an air conditioning. And he got that too. Now, this one right here may not be the best story, but it's the one I want. So if, you're, if you have one of these, just want to give it away, uh, I can give you my address. You can come and give it to me. On December 6th, a guy named John, um, actually a guy named Donald is his name, excuse me. A guy named Donald was picked by the Saints to get his ride tackle. Now, he dresses up as game time saint. And if you look at the, he goes to the neighborhood, uh, goes to the hospitals, to the children's ward, 
And I, I have been to Children's Hospital of Vanderbilt with my profession. Uh, it's not always good. If you have to go to the hospital for the children, it's not always good. I was there a couple of weeks ago for my daughter, but I've been there when seeing children almost die and children in NICUs. It's not good. This guy goes there dressed up with, with uh, shoulder pads and everything with his uh, Saints memorabilia on, and he brightens up their days. He even takes some to games, too. And this is neat thing about Donald is that that's what he wants to do. He didn't make any money off of it. It's something he wants to do. <clears throat> John Jenkins, uh, one of the defensive tackles for the Saints at the time, actually owns a car that the steering wheel is on, a, on, the, on the right, not the left. And he says, you have to have special permission to have one of these. Neat car. Neat car. I wouldn't know what to do with it. Neat car. Now, Donald owns a 66 Mustang. Again, if you have one that you want to get rid of, uh, mail it to me. I might pay this postage, even though you might just want to give it to me. It's okay. It's black and white. It looks, or black and silver. It looks like a, or a, Ram, a Raiders car, I should say. When he gets it back, it's called the Houdat mobile, basically. It comes out, and it's decked out in gold and black. The engine runs. It doesn't die. That, that's the thing that it actually dies on the way to put it in the trailer. Now it works. It looks beautiful. And what's neat about this is Cam Jordan actually shows up to, uh, to wheel it out. Again, good people do get ahead in this world sometimes. People do notice these things. But the last story, and I thank you for your uh, attention tonight. I thank you for your, for your uh, listening. Again, subscribe, like, and, and uh, rate, if you would, this podcast. Let me know what I can do better. I'm always trying to improve. The last one came out December 13th. Her name was Roxanne, or is Roxanne. She's still, she's still there. This poor woman had breast cancer, found out she was pregnant. She had breast cancer at the same time. She took seven treatments of chemo, and she's a survivor. At the time of this, her friends got together and made up a charity group called Team Roxy in her honor. Now, Roxy heads this up on her own and she takes care of people who are going to and from uh, chemo and treatments like that. Uh, she is. She's a great example. She's a warrior. And I have a lot of respect for people like her. Um, her car broke down and some, some knucklehead broke into it, tried to steal things out of it. And she said, I have to have this car to work. Brandon Carr, who is a great cornerback, his mother passed away a couple of years before this of breast cancer. He basically sponsored her. When she got the car back, it had the breast cancer awareness ribbon on the front and the Cowboys on it. She, By the way, this is for the Cowboys. She's a huge Cowboys fan. And what's neat about this, at the time that this came out, Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott were rookies, and they came out. She was wearing an Elliott jersey, and they met her, and uh, they took a picture in front of it. Uh, that's heartwarming. It really is. It really is. Um, that's season one. 
Uh, Lord willing, we'll talk about season two maybe next week. But I want to throw out one thing here before I end tonight. May is um, Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, you're not alone if you're suffering from mental health disorders. You're not alone. Please do not feel like you're alone. If you need help, make sure you reach out to people who can help you. You do not have to bear this weight alone. There's people that want to help. Um, I just mentioned six people who are helping. There are more, many, 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 many more people out there that can help. So make sure that you're getting the help that you need. Do not take this on by yourself. <clears throat> so just want to throw that out. Y'all, thank you for your time. Hope to see you next week on the Footballers Family Podcast.